Hi everyone. Welcome to the data science fast track course. This is Nawaz. I'm a corporate trainer consultant and mentor for data science artificial intelligence and you know related subfields. Now let us go to our today's agenda. Today is a day 10 or of course it's a you know the last day of this particular course and in the today's course we will be talking about you know we will first go and explore the different case studies in data science like we simply see what are the different you know the fields the companies we you know in the real life which which are using data science we just implementing you know data science in their day-to-day -day life in their production or in their operation in their sales like that okay then we'll try to create a one project and uh, you know i'll share this particular project with you along with the code and uh, the data so you can be able to you know go ahead with this particular project okay then third thing is that uh, like uh, i'll try to you know like you the give you the access to share your screen uh, you know screen so you can present your work if you did some work you know related to particular our course like uh, as we discussed throughout the you know last nine days so if you did some work so you can present over here if you have any questions any doubt related to your work or you know if you wanted to you know you know understand what will be the next step for this particular work so we'll explain all that over here after you know after presenting our final project now after that guys okay we will have a quick question answer and feedback session so if you guys have you know any questions related to this particular course or you know what will be the next steps so we can discuss that in the q a session and i'll also share the one feedback link with you feedback form link so you can share this feedback uh, you know submit that feedback so you will get the certificate okay and also like we will understand okay like how was the course okay what are the different areas you just understood and what will be the you know like we have to you know or you know do something again in the like the in the next step then after that we'll finally you know after Q&A session, we'll go with the closing remarks and what will be the next steps for continuing education and your career development, right? So guys, let us start with the first these, you know, case studies in data science. So if you're talking about the data science case studies, so guys, remember, right? Nowadays, if you go and search on the internet, let's say very simple uh, like our very trending news which is about the chat gpt right like when chat gpt was launched at that time you know each and every tech giant wanted to you know create the you know the application like chat gpt so at that time google also you know uh google google is also in in a hurry and he just launched the google bard so like 
that Google Bard is not, you know, like the chat GPT because he, he just made few wrong, you know, the answer. So at that time, the people just, you know, ask few multiple questions to the Google Bard and Google Bard not able to provide the right answer to them. So simply they just took the screenshot and they can simply put, you know, over the social media. So okay that's the reason google just lost around okay at that date google just lost around 100 billion dollars okay the share of google was just uh, you know touched to the ground around eight percent below to the current market share so that's how you know that will be the you know the you can say that the power of the different data science applications so guys let us go ahead and uh, see the data science case studies what are the different companies you know we have in the real life and those who implemented data science in the in their day-to-day -day work right so like ai will never replace humans but the peoples who understood how you can use the chat gpt definitely they will replace you okay so go ahead you know and understand the upcoming tools as well okay just try to go with the upcoming skills okay try to you know uh, you know get your hand dirty with the upcoming skills so you know there is no one which can replace you very much interesting you know 10500 stores are there you know and we can say stores and clubs including in around 24 countries you know and you can say that the employees of the walmart are around you can say that the 2.2 million which means around 22 lakhs okay around the globe and if you see the you know revenue of the fiscal year 2021 and 2022 of the walmart you will find that the around 559 billion dollar okay and you know they just show the growth of around 35 billion dollar right with the expansion of the e-commerce sector right so basically you can see that walmart is growing very you know in an exponential manner okay so we can say that the walmart is a data-driven company okay because if you see that in today's work word you know the companies those who are you know storing their data you know with a you know storing their data in a privacy and confidentiality they are just maintaining these things confidentiality privacy integrity and availability of the data so definitely those companies are growing nowadays why because you will find that data is a you know like the professionals said like this data is the new oil to the economy or data is more powerful than money okay in the today's world like if you see the people are you know started you know just storing their data they will they will never share their data with you right so company never share their data with you they will never you know open open source their data because you will find that the data is the you know is the only thing which can generate the you know revenue for them okay after analyzing the data after finding out the trends and patterns or some inputs from the data so definitely they can you know uh, find out some revenue from that okay 
so that's why no one just sharing the data okay and only those companies are you know you will find that just um, their gro growth of those companies is just like exponential right so if you see that in the walmart okay there are a few applications of data science so if you go and see the walmart's personalized customer shopping experience okay like if you know walmart basically analyzes their customer preferences and shopping patterns to optimize the stocking and you know displaying of merchandise in their stores so analysis of big data basically uh, you know helps walmart to understand new item sales okay and then walmart is able to make decisions on discounting products and the performance of the brands right then if you see the second application of data science in walmart is nothing but the order sourcing and on time delivery promise okay like if you see that the you know like the few startups are you know uh, few startups are there in india those are you know delivering the food in 10 minutes i guess so you know like how they can able to you know predict that like they will be able to deliver the you know the uh, food delivery in the 10 minutes if let's say if i want to order biryani so biryani you will you will never cook biryani in 10 minutes and you will never uh, you know deliver the biryani in 10 minutes but how they find that how they understood like uh, you know like this all the things how how they can you know tell to the customers they can you know they can made the big banner and they mention the on time delivery as well as the delivery in 10 minutes right so how they do that because of they applied some data science application on their data right so let's say if i give you one example for that let's say if there is xyz hotel is there and the biryani of that particular hotel is very famous and you know then that particular app understood that in the total month in the, in a one particular month okay how many orders for the biryani okay like the customers ordering the you know biryani from that particular hotel so let's say there are 100 orders are there in in a whole month okay and customer ordered a biryani from that particular hotel so in the next month okay that company simply apply data science and like they can simply tell to that particular hotel like create you know the biryani you know full dish uh let's say they 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 just come up with the prediction like create the 10 biryani plates you know each day okay so whenever you will get the order you can simply pack that biryani okay and simply deliver that biryani so that's how the on time delivery happen okay that is the thing because if you see that the many products are not you know you we we never cook those product in a 10 minutes and then the we we are not only you know making those product in in a 10 minutes and also delivering it okay so that is the thing 
so here also okay just by analyzing the previous data the patterns of the data like how you can your purchase history they are storing the your purchase history you you can delete your data but customer never delete your data okay your data will always be there in the data warehouse or the data centers of that particular company let's say i add one you know upload one instagram image on instagram and after some time you know after some days okay i change my mind i just now wanted to delete my you know that particular image which i shared so i simply delete but you know instagram never delete your image so that is the thing okay now third thing is that okay we have the packaging optimization so if you're talking about the packaging optimization which is also known as the box recommendation so basically you know box recommendation is a daily occurrence in the shipping of items in you can say that the e-commerce or retail business okay so when items of an order or multiple orders for the same customers are ready for packaging you know and walmart has developed a recommender system that picks the base size box which holds all the order items with the you know the least in box space so which can you know waste you know box space waste in within a fixed amount of time so this bin packaging problem is a you, you can you can say that the np hard problem familiar to a data scientist right so these are the you know these are just the you know three use cases or the case studies okay of the data science which can be implemented by walmart in the different you know domains or in the different department you can see okay packaging optimization is in the the logistics right then order sourcing on time delivery this is for the you know transportation kind of thing i like this right so let's talk about the next company's data science case study and this company is very well known company for all of us okay like in whole life i guess for all of us okay at least one time you ordered something on amazon isn't it okay which means that we know all about the amazon right so amazon also you know you will find that the lot of uh you know the the employees are there in the amazon if you see that the recently amazon in i guess in 2024 you know uh so like 2014 he just uh you know launched the aws amazon web services so after that you will find that around you know the basically you will find that the we we can say that the around 1000 terabytes of data or you can say that the around you know 100 million gigabytes of data across more than you know 1.4 million servers right on the amazon so this data is kind of big data you can say okay which amazon has right so for handling that particular data and arranging that all the things okay like he also amazon also implemented few data science algorithms like recommendation systems right 
so basically data science you know this particular recommendation system understand the customers need and you know recommend them to the you know uh, you know basically you know recommending them before the customer searches for a product right so this particular model uses the collaborative filtering which we will be you know exploring in our upcoming course right and you will find that the amazon uses around 152 million customers purchase data to you know build the recommendation system model that is nothing but a data science model so basically then amazon can able to decide okay which product to you know just recommend to the customer right any particular customer so for that you will find that the you know the amazon able to generate 50 you know 35 percent of its annual sales using the just the recommendation based system right so that is the you know power of the data science algorithms then you will find that the retail price optimization so amazon product prices are basically optimized based on a predictive model that basically determines the base price so that the user do not refuse to buy it based on the price so this particular model carefully determines the optimal prices considering the customers likelihood of purchasing the product and thinks the price will affect the customers future buying patterns okay to maintain the loyalty of the customers okay they just implemented the re retail price optimization right then third thing is that you know the fraud detection so if you know fraud detection like the very famous thing is that uh, on the e-commerce company you will find that the like the e-commerce company you know remains at high risk of retail fraud if you see so for that so basically company okay to avoid that particular thing so for that company collects historical and real-time data for every order okay done by their e-commerce site and basically they use machine learning algorithm to find transactions with a higher probability of being fraudulent so this proactive measure has helped the company restrict clients with an excessive number of returns on products okay like there is one popular thing credit card fraud detection right if you wanted to understand this thing in a you know in a better manner okay we will have one project which is nothing but a credit card fraud detection right like uh, in might be in upcoming uh, webinar we'll discuss about that if you want okay then we have the next company which is nothing but the netflix okay like why i'm sharing this all the things with you guys because this case study is very much you know helpful for you to understand what are the different domains or what are the different methods of data science which you can use in your company as well right so so this thing you all know like there is one famous quote of the netflix which is very motive you know 
motivational quote like netflix you know just created the banner for like we just started with the dvds so basically never you know never give up on your dreams because netflix started with the you know the dvds in around i guess in 1997 right and then then you know netflix has expanded you know into the streaming business as well right so now we all know the netflix you know then netflix also implemented few data science applications like personalized recommendation system like if we talk about the personalized recommendation system so you you know like le let's say you are just you know you have the netflix uh, you know subscription and you just go to the netflix and search for a particular movie okay which is re related to the genre let's say comedy or the genre let's say the horror like that okay so basically in the next time okay while you open the netflix at that time netflix will refer you the you know the few movies few series okay which is related to that particular genre so which is related to that particular movie that you watch before on netflix okay so that is nothing but the personalized recommendation system right so basically netflix uses your past history past watch history to recommend the future website uh, web series or movies like that then if we go with this so you can see that the content development using data analytics so netflix uses data science to analyze the behavior and the patterns of its users as i told you to recognize themes and category that the masses prefer to watch right so this data is used to produce shows like the umbrella academy right and if you uh, and we can also say that the orange is the new black right let's say recently we also have the one uh, i guess korean uh, i guess web series so you will you will find that okay the which is you know the multiple web series okay related to that particular similar to that particular web series okay so basically so how they understood that so just by using the data analytics data analytics is a part of data science if you see right so they can develop the content just by using the data analytics to analyze you know to just find out the trends and patterns from the data and now they are you know creating the content they are developing the content by using that so that's it then after that marketing analytics for campaigns you will find that the netflix again uses a data analytics to find the right time to launch shows and add campaigns to have maximum impact on the target audience if you see that like uh, today is uh, you know black friday if you like uh, sorry not the black friday sorry uh, it's i guess good friday is there so like if you know that lot of the sales and ads you will see that about the good friday okay today so this is about the marketing analytics okay this is this is about the campaigns which our company doing okay related to each and per each and every occasion right 
to you know to do the marketing of their products now if you go ahead with the spotify you know so if you see that you know the spotify is a you know uh, you know related to the streaming platform if you see okay so uh, like again in the spotify so again he uh, the spotify implemented the you know the data science application which is nothing but the personalize of content using recommendation system as the netflix did okay this is the same okay the first topic i mentioned in the netflix right then second thing is that the spotify targeted marketing through customer segmentation now it's very you know important part customer segmentation like if you know what is customer segmentation is so in that case you will understand so basically let's say uh, sometimes okay let's say uh, i'm having my you know okay let's let's go with another example so okay now let's say there is a you know particular uh you can you can say that the particular region in that particular region the particular festival is happening okay and that festival is very popular in that particular region so you will find that the companies you know just bring the particular you know offer related to that particular you know the region you can say in that particular duration of that festival okay so that is nothing but the customer segmentation as we know companies has its customers in around the globe okay but few offers you know few uh, you, you can you can say that the few campaigns are just for the particular regions okay that is nothing but the target marketing through customer segmentation right then after that cnn for classification of songs and audio tracks what is cnn cnn is nothing but the convolution neural networks okay and convolution neural network is a very popular neural network algorithm which can able to classify anything either your text data either your numeric data either your mixed data either your audio data songs anything anything okay so basically spotify uses the cnn for doing the classification of songs and audio tracks right airbnb okay so basically this is the you know uh, this is the travel industry if, if you talk about okay so if you know the airbnb so basically this company was born in 2007 in san you know san francisco okay and now you will find that since now basically it has grown to around 4 million host and 5.6 million listings worldwide who have welcomed more than 1 billion guest arrivals in almost every country around the globe right so basically airbnb is active in each and every country uh, except the few countries okay like the iran sudan syria and north korea because these are the few few countries those you can see that the instability is there right 
now after okay like this particular company also you know just implemented data science applications in their you know day-to-day -day work like the recommendation system and search ranking algorithms now if you see that guys the recommendation system as i told you the recommendation system is nothing but the it's about the you know depends on your past history basically airbnb recommend you the upcoming uh, you know different things okay upcoming you can you can say that the if we talk about the search ranking algorithm so uh, if you know about the search ranking algorithm so in simple words like let's say if you search for a particular you know keyword so you know definitely you will get the you know the keyword related info keyword related information on the top okay but if you search that you know the maximum number of time so you will find that like all of you searching that particular let's say chat gpt we are searching on the google so according to search ranking algorithm of google you will find that the those like the like those who can simply you know uh, use the keywords chat gpt maximum number of time in their website so those you can you can say that the those company you will see on the top right so that is the thing except sponsored one okay except sponsored one right then you will find that the nlp for review analysis right so you will find that the airbnb has you know multiple reviews of the customers so for doing the analysis of the review they can simply use the natural language processing and like uh, we are also you know you know introducing the you know this particular natural language processing in our upcoming course as well okay so we'll also do this review analysis sentiment analysis of the customers right then we have the smart pricing using predictive analysis you will find that the few price of let's say uh, like if you know about the uh, the dynamic pricing about the you know the air tickets right and if you go with the you know let's say any different if you go for the you know you know go for the purchasing any product so you will find that the pricing for that is nothing but the static static you know but for the air price you will see that the dynamic prices is there so if you in the first if you go and search for the you know the air ticket so you will see that the first price is you know the x price then after that if you again go and search for the same price you will see that the that price is somewhat increase okay x plus n okay some increment is there in that particular price so that is nothing but the dynamic pricing which is nothing but each and every time that price you will see that the different increasing most of the time okay so that is nothing but the you know smart pricing using predictive analytics then let us talk about the uber like if you know about the dynamic pricing for you know the uber like depends on the you know search and demand forecasting you know so like let's say in the particular area there is very high demand of the uber okay uber uber taxi so at that time you will find that 
Uber just implemented the dynamic prices in that particular area and you will find that the rate will be increased right for you as well and for the taxi drivers as well right they will also get you know high paid so that is the thing right so that is nothing but the dynamic pricing algorithm implemented by the uber you can definitely search for this you know like the few people just uh, you know uh, you know did the case for the same as well okay then one click chat so basically uber uh, you know uber has developed a basically machine learning and natural language processing solution called one click chat or simply occ for coordination between drivers and users so this feature anticipates responses for commonly asked questions making it easy for the you know drivers to respond to customer messages and drivers can reply with the clock of just one button right so one click chat is developed on uber's machine learning platform you know to perform nlp on rider chat messages and generate appropriate responses to them right and then we have the customer retention so like if you see that okay like because of the dynamic pricing it will be very difficult to retain the customers because let's say in the let's say in the x region the you know price for x to y distance it's let's say hundred dollar after that you will see that after next day the price for the same distance x to y okay in that same region the price will be dropped let's say 70 so at that time the sentiments of the customers will hurt definitely hurt because the customers might think about like i just paid 100 dollar yesterday and now the price is 70 okay so like for that they just you know they just created the customer retention algorithm as well to retain their customer like the if let's say if the customer is repetitive so what they did so they are just decreasing the some kind of some you know decreasing the some weightage of the dynamic prices of that particular customer right so that is again the you will find that the, that's how they can maintain the customer's loyalty right now okay these are the you know so many different real applications real life application you can see of the data science guys okay and why i'm showing you this to understand you can be able to understand yes you can do almost anything with the data science if you have the data and also if you don't have the data then only you can implement data science on that right either if you go for the let's say reinforcement learning in the reinforcement learning you will find that you don't need to collect any data okay while analyzing that particular data the machine is capable to generate its own data and it can be able to analyze that particular data okay you will find that this thing is the repetitive thing okay so that is nothing but the reinforcement learning in the data science also you will find that if you don't have the data sometimes you will have to go for the surveys to collect the data right so sometimes you will find that this uh, you know like if you watching video on youtube you will see that the one pop-up automatically you know comes in your you know video and it will you know just uh, you know 
it will give you the you know five seconds time like that uh, we are just you know just surveying on the youtube like youtube also doing the survey okay to improve its algorithm of the recommendation right so that is the thing now let us go ahead and uh, understand the what are the different data science case studies are there in the social media so if you talk about the social media so we will be taking the social media like the you can see that the linkedin okay and we all know that the there are multiple platforms are there but why i took the linkedin because it's a professional network right in the linkedin you will find that the all the pro, you know this is nothing but the professional networks of yours right that's why i choose this now if you understood these linkedin recruiter implement search algorithm and recommendation system right so basically this particular linkedin recruiter helps recruiters to build and manage a talent pool to optimize the chances of hiring candidates successfully so, so this sophisticated product works on search and again recommendation engines the linkedin recruiter handles complex queries and filters on a constantly growing large data set so the in the results you know they they able to deliver the relevant and specific outcomes you know the initial search model was based on linear regression just linear regression that i showed you in our previous sessions right i guess in the second or third session just based on the linear regression but you know they just eventually upgraded that particular model okay from the linear regression into the gradient boost decision tree that we will be using in our today's data science project okay that i'll show you the data science project in the later part of this particular session after understanding these case studies right we will be implementing you know gradient boost data you know decision tree model on our data in the final project right so that's how they you know come up with the multiple you know different algorithms which is helpful for their organization their you know their software their application then we have the again the recommendation system personalized for news feed so if you see that guys like if you are you know the company is online totally online and in each and every company okay not just for the social media company not just for the let's say e-commerce company in each and every company you will see that the recommendation in you know system is there so for that we will have few algorithms like association rule we have we have the you know market basket analysis algorithm we have the you know the you know say, you know the filtering methods okay so based on that we can create the recommendation system as well if you know the data you can be able to create the recommendation system for your company as well okay so understanding this recommendation engine you know we will have you know you can simply search for this on internet right to understand more about this you know recommendation system as well you know and one you know the good thing is that i just introduced this recommendation system in our course as well 
right then if we if if you know cnns to detect inappropriate content like i mentioned before cna on the previous slide okay to again the analyze the reviews so here also on linkedin they just implemented the convolution neural networks to detect any kind of inappropriate content on linkedin right so basically they can simply remove that content from the linkedin or they can hide that com content or they can be able to do anything but for that they need to detect that particular content is the inappropriate content right so they for that they just implemented the cnn which is a very popular algorithm of deep learning right okay now guys let us go ahead and understand the data science case study in healthcare domain so if you know pfizer is a very popular name in the healthcare domain right it's a multinational pharmaceutical company yes or no and you will find that the you know he you know uh, i guess uh, the pfizer is created the vaccine also for the you know covid 19 if you know then pfizer also used the data science to implement in in his day to day work like identifying patients for clinical trials like what is clinical trial so basically they are using the patients right for doing the research of creating the new medicines so for that okay their you know company has to do clinical trials okay while you know you know just launching any new medicine okay so for that how to identify the patients that patient is right for our trial or not for our medicine or not so they can use the data science for identifying patients for doing the clinical trials right in my master degree when when i was doing my master degree that okay at that time okay we we you know got one subject which is nothing but the clinical trials you will find that around there are four phases are there okay like starting from the phase to collecting the data of the you know based on the multiple patients you can just do you know just give them the medicine and they are checking the responses of that particular medicine okay on the different patients so that's that 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 kind of subject we you know had in the okay in my master degree in statistics right so that is again very interesting concept guys then if you see that the supply chain and manufacturing again they implemented the very different optimization techniques as well of the data science right so they will you know those optimization technique will definitely help in the supply chain and the manufacturing part right then what about next so if you see that the drug development so in the drug development as well okay they are using multiple data science technique data science is not just about the building the model it's about the multiple methods of the statistics as well so if you know that in the drug development we will have to implement the multiple statistical tests okay so that is again the part of the data science right then let us go ahead and see the different case study of you know the data science 
in the another domain which is nothing but the oil and gas as we all know shell yeah so if you're talking about the shell so shell is a global group of energy and petrochemical companies with over around i guess 18000 you know 80000 employees in around 70 countries and you 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 might see the petrol pumps of the shells as well right so they also implemented the data science you know algorithms in their day to day work like the precision drilling right so like if we're talking about the you know this particular thing so basically they use the you know reinforcement learning to control the drilling equipment used in mining the oil and gas and if you don't know about the reinforcement learning so basically reinforcement learning works on a reward based system based on the outcomes of the ai model so this algorithm is designed to guide the drills as they move through the surface based on the historical data from drilling records right so this is again a very interesting concept this is you can say that the third category of the machine learning which is nothing but the reinforcement learning as i introduce you to the two you know categories of the machine learning like the supervised and unsupervised okay like we applied the supervised learning models in the you know our previous sessions as well right and what are the different unsupervised learning models as well like the customer segmentation is there that is nothing but the clustering algorithm then you may have the if you wanted to reduce the dimension then you can use the principal component analysis that is again the unsupervised learning algorithm so in the reinforcement learning you will find the applications of reinforcement learning like this okay then we have the efficient charging terminals so as we know due to climate changes governments have encouraged people to to switch to electronic vehicle to reduce carbon dioxide emission right however the lack of public charging terminals has deterred people from switching the switching to the electronic cars so for that shell uses ai to monitor and predict the demand for terminals to provide efficient supply and multiple vehicle charging from a single terminal may create a you know considerable grid load and predictions on demand can help to make this process more efficient right now after this monitoring service and charging stations so again here also okay we will be implementing the you know the machine learning models okay which can just capture the images and the labels you know of the you you can say that the of the vehicles and they can simply classify it and basically they can simply use this algorithm to you know alert the staffs you know to basically you know reduce the risk of fires right so how they can you know monitor the services that they are simply we can say that they are charging stations right then the next and most famous company which is nothing but the zomato food delivery app or food delivery company you can say 
as we all know zomato was founded in uh, 2010 and now it is uh, you know currently this company is one of the most well known food tech companies if you know right like i guess all of you you know at least one times you know just uh, uh, you know order the food from the zomato right so they also implement the different things like the personalized recommendation system for home page like if you go to the home page of the zomato app so you will get the personalized recommendation system because as you know for going to the home page of the zomato app you will have to log in okay and if you search for any keyword any any item so definitely it can just simply use that particular your data and it will recommend the you know further different dishes to you right so that is nothing but the personalized recommendation system for you right so let's say uh like if you if you go uh, let's say if you go with the ordering uh, any let's say uh, you know like let's say if you go and uh, what what we can say if you go and order any you know uh, any dish which is related to uh, you know let's say you just go and you know a random dish you just order for your dinner so at that time like it will just share you the you know the basically the like do we want to order some dessert or not like this or you wanted to add some sweets or not right so like many times if you find you know sometimes you uh, people are you know more likely to you know after the dinner they are trying to you know uh, eat the sweets okay like this or they uh, try to you know they just more likely to drink the uh, you know any you know like the coke and all so in zomato also you know use a personalized recommendation system to you know recommend those kind of product with you see see guys you don't have to worry about uh, you know just uh, exploring the new tools let's say if you uh, you know in you know you just if you let's say if you just use the spss and you know uh, you know that is i know that is very popular tool of the statistics but uh, like if you wanted to grow in your life if you wanted to you know achieve something to achieve job which is a you know the trending job you can say for that you will have to learn the few new things okay so you will have to you know increase your uh, you know the skills you can say so for that you will have to learn the few tools which are trending tools like python sql non sql tools some data visualization business intelligence tools you will have to learn okay so that's we are you know those all the things you know those all the skills tools we just introduce in this particular course so you don't have to hesitate for you know learning new things if you have any doubts related to this particular course this particular you know all the tools which i mentioned in this particular course so you can any time you can ask me you can just come to me on the linkedin and you can ask me related to this particular course or this particular tools which we covered in this particular course right so this is this is not like like uh, this is not like that uh, you just you know you you understood this part you know or let's say like you have the expertise in any other domain 
and you wanted to shift in the data science but after and you know seeing that you know there are a lot of tools are there so so that is that is not be the case this all the tools are very easy like i show you the yesterday power bi okay and you know like i know like all of you guys just understood the power bi now the thing is that okay like after you know just you know getting the recordings for that particular class you will definitely you know go to the youtube you will definitely search for that particular recording and you will definitely go through that recording to understand you know like the how you can complete your da dashboard like i know you completed your dashboard let's say 80% 70% so and i know as well you can try to complete your dashboard 100% as well of the power bi at least power bi if you're talking about right so that is the things right so then after that guys okay now after this we will be you know we'll we will done with this particular topic data science case study will go to our final project guys okay this is just two things we just remain with like the first if you see which is nothing but the analyzing customer sentiment so if you see that the sentiment analysis is again the very uh, you can see that the inter interesting project okay of each and every company like if they are customer centric companies which means that the companies like the amazon zomato so like for them the customers are nothing but the king okay so to you know that's why they just you know they they do anything you know to just uh, you know maintain the you know to maintain the relationship you know between the company and customer so that's why they just try to analyze the customer segmentation from their reviews right from their let's say from their number of orders okay in a month like that okay so that's again if you wanted to go ahead for this particular customer you know sentiment analysis project customer sentiment uh, you know sentiment analysis so you know again we will be you know exploring this particular customer sentiment you know sentiment analysis project in our course or if you wanted to go ahead by yourself so you can search for the same as well on the customer you know on the internet just search for the customer sentiment analysis and definitely you will get that right then we have the last one which is nothing but the predicting food preparation time like i mentioned nowadays you will find that the, the delivery in 10 minutes okay so for that it's very important to predict the food preparation time so they will you know just find out the you know food preparation time and they can just you know deliver that particular food to the customer okay so that is again the very popular you know problem or i can say that the business problem of the data science right and zomato cracked the code for that right zomato just implemented this particular you know the machine learning algorithm to predict the food prediction time as well right so like that you will find that the many different case studies are there just the thing is that guys you have to you know just go and you have to understand these all the things you have to you know go and explore all about this particular 
you know different case studies and different algorithms which uh, just implemented by the different companies now after these guys as we know let's get started with our practical part which is nothing but the final data science project of this particular course right now guys this is my jupyter notebook okay and i just open this particular car price prediction okay now what you can do is you can simply just go over here and go to the kernel guys okay and try to go with the restart and clear all the outputs so i'm just going and clearing all the outputs so i can able to you know discuss we can discuss each and every code with you right now uh, one more thing guys let me uh, show you the final output for this particular code with you right let me show you the final output for this so for that what we need we just need the anaconda prompt anaconda prompt i just need okay and i'll simply go and open this anaconda prompt right this is my anaconda prompt okay just go okay and let me just select this folder and i am selecting this particular path i'm copying it and i'm going into the anaconda you know prompt i'm just saying that cd which means change the directory now just go and select you know copy paste the path enter it now after this here you can see that in this particular folder i have my app.py file this particular file if you see my app.py file if you see so what i can show you over here just simply go to the anaconda prompt just write the python app.py and enter it right i just wanted to show you the final output for this particular project now guys in this particular uh, you know part we will be using the the one famous library of python which is nothing but the flask that is again very easy this is not a you know this is this is not hard this is again very easy let me just you know press the control and enter this particular link so we can simply go to the our this particular browser you can see now guys this is the web page of my particular app this is for the car price prediction if you see okay so these are the features i just wanted to add over here and then i can simply go and the you know just predict the car price what what will be my selling price right so here if you go and you can let's say i just wanted to add the year for this so let me go and add the 2011 right let me add the 2011 here i can add let's say 11 lakh right 11 lakh okay then let's say i'll just go for the 12000 kilometers okay the car driven then previous owner let's say the second hand car is this okay then the fuel type let's say go with the petrol right the same then let's go with the dealer or individual let's go with the individual okay and the transmission type let's go with the you know manual car because you will find that the most of the people you know are taking the manual car because automatic car will be you know very much expensive and you know you will find that the people are you know buying the cars which is second hand 
and those almost all the cars are nothing but the manual car instead of automatic car if you see so let me go and just and you know praise this and here you will find that the you can sell the car at 7.43 lakhs so this will be my selling price this will be my prediction and here you can see that we got the output right and here i just added my company name i added my you know the copyright here you can see my linkedin id right so if i can simply you know click this okay i'll simply redirect to my linkedin right that is my linkedin profile which is nothing but the this particular left hand side in the below lower you know then okay over there you will find that the link for my linkedin id right so that is the thing so these these many things i just added now guys this is very much simple if you know okay this is very much very very simple like i just implemented the method which we saw previously like the decision tree and random forest basically open the jupyter notebook after opening the jupyter notebook wherever you have this particular file okay like after downloading this i guess this particular folder will be in the download folder right so just go to the download folder see see this is my download folder go to the download folder and you can simply open your file from there for now my file is in the fast track you know data science fast track course in the date in the day 10 folder and in that we have the one folder car price prediction which i shared with you right and in that we have this particular file just click to this and you will open this particular file right just open it and simply go and import the library so as we know first library is going to be the numpy library and we are importing it as the np which means instead of numpy now we are using it as the np right then why we are using numpy library to do the simple data analysis thing then to create the you know numpy arrays and dimensional arrays as well as we can also create the data right then the second thing is that we are using the pandas library so if you see here we are using pandas library to read the data then we have the matplotlib.pyplot library for data visualization and then we have the seaborn library again the seaborn library is for the data visualization there is no single library in python like for doing a singular task so here you can see with this is my data visualization library this is again my data visualization library again you will find that there are multiple data visualization library python has right so let's go and run these cell I hope now you're able to run the code along with me guys now after this here if you see the second thing which is nothing but i am just going and reading the data just by using the pandas library pd if you see over here pandas spd and i'm using pandas pd dot read underscore csv and i am reading the data now right after reading the data here you can see that we are just using the attribute shape to get the dimension of my data and I'm printing it. After this, I just wanted to see the top five rows of my data. So for that, 
now after this let's go and run this and see this is the size of my you know my data or dimension of my data you can see so in my data how many rows are there 301 row are there how many columns are there total nine columns are there right now this is how my data looks like car name like as we already understood these all the columns so we can simply go ahead with our further code right as we know car name year is there selling price because this data is about the you know mostly the second hand price uh, the car car data you can say so this this data is about the second hand cars in simple words so we can simply go ahead with the further part of the data pre-processing right as we know first is to understand the business problem this is my first step my second step is to read important libraries which are required for your analysis and read the data after reading it you know just see and understand the data after understanding it just go over here and try with the pre-processing stuff so as we know in the pre-processing or simply data cleaning what we what we did in the previous sessions okay we go with checking the missing values if is there any categorical data so we can simply understand what are the different unique values are there in my categorical data so we can use that particular unique value and we can you know do the feature engineering on it like this so for that okay let's go with first missing values let's go and run this so here you can see that for each column here you, you will see the zero value is there isn't it you will see the zero value which means that there are no null value for your data right if you wanted to go and understand it again okay so what i can do i can simply use this data dot info so here you can see that you know how many entries are there 301 rows are there and here you can cross check this 301 you know 301 entries are there and you can cross check with each and every column entries so in each and every column you will find that the same number of entries which means that there is no null value if you see let's say there is uh, one missing value let's say 300 data is there in any particular random column so then you can say that yes in that particular column i got the one missing value right but for now you can see that for all my columns i have simply 301 entries which are non-null for all you can see non-null right so in simple words zero means you know there are no missing value in my data you can cross check by using this as well and the help of this you know info method is to understand the data type the structure of my data right so this is nothing but the data structure right the data type is nothing but this the type of each column right and this is my structure of the data right now after understanding that there are no missing values in my data now what we can do if you see here there are few object values which means that you will find that the few columns which are nothing but the categorical column you can see car name seller type fuel type transmission right 
so what i can do over here is i can simply go over here and i'll see what are the different unique values are there in my each categorical data right so for that what i can do this is just my code okay this okay this line is just my code if you see that this is just the code okay but here for printing the you know for understanding the data in you know in you know to understand the output in a good way that's why i attach this all the explanation so you can go ahead with the explanation and understand this all the data so let me let me just run this particular cell then you will understand so if you see over here unique elements in seller type are dealer and individuals so now it is readable right so if i can simply go over here and i can run this particular line of code which i selected but if i go and i can run this whole line so then it will be very easy to read my output right so that's what we did over here right now after this here you can see that we have the you know petrol diesel cng for the fuel type what are the different unique types are there so again the second thing is that why we need these why we need these so if you see that so if you see this thing so we will be using this in my app like i showed you the app okay and app is saying that okay like the there are few options about the seller type like individual and you know i created the you know drop down menu so from where you can select either a dealer or individual okay from the fuel type you can select the either petrol either diesel or cng okay in the same way you can select the manual or automatic in the same way you can select the zero one first and you know second and third hand right and here you can see that the unique elements in the years so you can see that the model car models okay like the which which years model is this either 2014 13 17 11 right so these are the unique years we can say then after understanding these okay so i can simply go and i can create the those those particular drop down options in my particular the we can we can say that the the app web page now after these you know the one more thing i guess you know the car name is there you know so here you can see that okay what are the unique number okay and unique which is nothing but the number i want so here you can see that the how many unique cars are there how many unique cars models are there 98 how many 98 are there now after this let us understand the summary statistics of my data okay now basically he here in my data you will find that the total nine columns are there okay selling price is my the target column and remaining column are nothing but my input column with the help of this remaining column i'll be using this column to build the model which can predict the selling price right so for that what i can do i can simply understand the descriptive statistics of my numeric column right 
so just forget about this column and go with the remaining column because you here you see this is the target column and we we don't make any changes in the target column we will make the changes in the year we'll make the changes in the present price you know kilometers driven and owner if you want right so here you can see the lot of different things like the count count is again the same for all the columns because there are no missing values second thing is that you will find that the mean for each and every column so here mean for year is not we want right mean for year we, we don't want this is my target column again forget about this one okay here this is my present price so if we're talking about the present price we can say that the average present price of the you can say that the second hand car or the car which the people wants to you know the we can we can say that the people wants to sell is nothing but the 7.62 lakhs okay now here you can see that the kilometers data driven so the average kilometer data driven is around 36000 kilometer or 37000 kilometer right then the car owner so again here you can see that the car owner is nothing but the 012 is there right so which means that this value is again you know near to zero which means that the lot of cars are related to you know the first hand first hand use you can say people wants to let's say upgrade the you know they just wanted to buy any other card that's why they just wanted to sell their existing card okay so that's why you will find that the lot of people those who just you know bought their first card from the you know showroom now they just wanted to buy another new car from the showroom so that's why they wanted to sell their car which is a previous car you can say so that's why here you can see 0.0, .0. so this value is very much close to zero now so that's why here you will find that the first hand owners then here you can see that the standard deviation standard deviation is nothing but the variation in the year so again we don't need this one years we need we again don't need this okay but we are you know understanding this so here you can see that the you know the standard deviation so here you can see that the variability this is a variance in between the lags okay in between you can you can see that this much variance you will see okay this much variance you will see so the range is quite high this is just the average so might be there the cars in in the you know like the one lakh two lakh okay there might be car like in 10 lakh 14 lakhs you know 15 lakh 16 lakhs so that's why you will see that the standard deviation 8.64 then the standard deviation you know the variation between the kilometer driven is nothing but the around 39000 kilometer okay again you can see this owner again the variation because lot of data comes from the first hand user of the car first hand owner of the car so that's why again you will see that the 0.24 is there very again very much close to zero right as compared to one or two right then if you're talking about the minimum value so you will find that the minimum value see only 32,000 32,000 is the present price and what will be the selling price for that particular car is only 10,000 right so if you see that the how cheap is that 
right then what about maximum car so here you can see that the maximum car price present price is going to be the you know 92 lakh right and the selling price will be like 35 lakh right so that's how you can understand these all the you know descriptive statistics again guys if you wanted to explain more about this just try and understand each and every term just search for each and every term because here if you go for the 25 percent or the 50 percent so you will find that these terms are are nothing but the 25th percent of observation 50 percent of observation 75th percent of observation like this okay this is not ha hard as you see this is a very simple concept but just it's to understand this particular concept right so like as we know like uh, like all of you just you know starting from day one okay you you are there in my each and every batch so which means that you guys are very much interesting right for understanding the data science concept to learn the data science so to you know get the job related to this and i guess uh, might be few people working into the same for like the not not for the you know exactly same you can say that the data analysis was somewhat same you wanted to upgrade yourself right so for that you are you you guys are here right so to understand this all the concept guys again i am recommending you to you know search for all the content right if you want the resources to understand all this concept just ping me on linkedin okay will you know i'll try to give you the resources okay now after this here you can see that this you know after understanding this all the things now what we can do we can just go and explore the data engineering right so in the data engineering here you can see that what we are doing is we are just understanding our data in a good thing like now here you can see if you go and see the car name if we go the car name so car name is nothing but just the id if you see that the person id okay or the person name yes so this is just the label for the car it it you know it will be like this this never helps to you know build me the model of machine learning so that's why what we can do we can simply drop the car name over here right so that's why we are just choosing with the data like year selling price present price kilometer so instead of car name we just going with this data okay we just going with this now you can use the you know your knowledge of the index location dot i lock method so this is for the column column name i just mentioned the each and every column name okay because the columns are very few column total eight or you know total nine columns are there and now after dropping the car, car name here you can see over only eight columns are there right so that's why i just mention all the column name just by using the double square brackets over here right you can use the dot i look method or you can use the dot lock method to just you know go ahead with this you know so you you can simply use the another method as well instead of this if you want if you find this very lengthy you can go ahead with another method 
okay and which method like i mentioned the second method over here see i lock method index location just use this method okay for that like for the above code you can simply use this method and instead of minus one you can put over here one okay and it will select all the data like from the year column because this is the first index column if you see see this is my first index column this is my zero index column because in python index start with zero now so that's why this is my zero index column and if i wanted to remove this column and i wanted to add this column so for that what i can do i can just start selecting the columns from index one to the all the index right so which means that i am indirectly i am just removing this particular column so that's what i did over here right but to understand you know it's it's visually it's very simple to understand yes i just dropped this particular car name from here right so that's why i mentioned this okay visually it's very simple to understand yes i am dropping this particular column right so that's why i did this now here you can see just by using the dot you know data set dot head or you can go ahead with the tail you know and you can also go with the you know the sample as well so it will take you you know it will give you the ra random samples okay but for that you will have to add the numbers okay how many random samples you want either five either four three two one anything this is the thing now second thing is that let's go and drop the data the two columns and let's see my data how my data looks like by using the data set dot head function now here you can see i just drop the two columns from my data okay okay now after this let's go and use the get dummies so this is nothing but the encoding part guys this is nothing but the encoding part and why i am using it yes i told you x is equal to 1 means i just wanted to drop the columns if you go ahead with the x is equal to 0 which means that this is for rows x is equal to 0 means for rows x is equal to 1 means for columns so that's why i used x is equal to 1 so see here i mention the labels not the columns so for that okay i'll have to you know mention whether i'll have to go for the rows or the column so this is the label okay not the column and rows if i mention the column then i don't need to mention the axis over here but there is no you know the attribute for selecting the column name or the row name so that's why i'll be using the labels and i'll be selecting the axis equal to 1 or 0 so that will define whether i have to you know go with the you know doing the operations this is my operation i am doing on my data okay whether this operation okay we can do column wise or row wise that is the thing now understand this after this i'll be applying encoding on my categorical data how many categorical data is there three columns which are categorical data fuel type seller type transmission isn't it okay now here if you see if you go over here okay in the encoding the categorical variable so here you will find that okay this all the three columns i just took it over here fuel type seller type and transmission 
right and what i am saying i'll be using the encoding like if you don't know what encoding is so uh, let me show you the how the encoding works so for that i just need to you know show you in the whiteboard so give me a minute i'll be you know opening the whiteboard so i can show you that just give me a minute so i can show you in the whiteboard so it will be very easy to understand then okay now what about the get dummies what about get you know dummies i guess if you see over here okay uh, this is not you know get dummies if you see so here if you go over here and uh, let's say this is my data okay for understanding you know just try to understand this stuff this is my uh, gender column guys in my gender column how many unique values will be there in my gender column uh, you know gender column mainly two values right male and female right absolutely now here you can see let's say this is my gender column why i took this particular example because you will understand this thing okay here you can see that i here drop first equal to true okay that's why i am just trying to show you this thing okay so i can be able to explain you that particular parameter as well you know drop first so now here you can see that let's say this is my male female okay male male female male female female right now here you can see that i just apply the gate dummies so i can simply say gender dummies column let's say dummies column is this now after this in this particular column how will be the value what will be the value in the form of zero and one if you see zero zero one zero 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 now basically gate dummies create the dummy column based on your you know the labels how many labels are there so let's say this particular column is for the you can say that the male right this column is for the male m label so that's why wherever it is m you will find that the zero value right wherever it is female you will find that the exactly opposite value one right because python will you know the computer will understand these two values zero and one so mostly here you will find that the you know when you go with the gate dummies you will see the values like zero and one if there are more than you know the two label then you will find that the value zero one two three like this okay and you will see the second column as this gender dummies female okay and here again you can see now this is about the female now so wherever female is this you will find the zero value okay you will find the zero value so male uh, sorry, no not the male is my bad okay like as we know if there is a you know female then uh, zero otherwise 
one so mail now then one then zero and zero now here you can see that we first created the gate dummies here just understand we just you know creating the gate dummies now how many columns will be created let's say this is my gender column i just wanted to create the dummy two columns will be created okay initially now here what i am saying drop first or drop last okay both are same if i go and drop these let's say i am dropping these okay which means that i am just taking this particular column okay and this will saying that 1010101010 so that is the thing over here see that is the thing over here okay so basically we only took the one column we remove the one column because total we have how many columns uh, how many labels two now but we want only one so let's say if we have the three column uh, sorry three labels male female let's say any uh, any any other is there and let's say we have the uh, what i can say uh, i have the let's say let's say the type unique type let me show you this unique type uh, let's say i have the fuel type is there see in the fuel type i have the three labels petrol diesel and cng right now in that case i'll get the three different columns right i'll get the three different columns see and now i'll be taking only two columns why because let's say if okay this particular column okay if the car is the petrol car then here you can see the one otherwise zero in this particular column okay in the dummy column of the petrol car right if there is a car in the second dummy column you will find that if there is a car and the fuel of type of that particular car is diesel at that time you will find the one in that particular column otherwise zero now in the third column if there is a cng car then you will find that the fuel type for this cng car is one for this particular column otherwise zero so which means that let's say if there is a cng car you know fuel type is cng and so for this here one so if let's say if i drop this cng car type okay that particular dummy column which means that okay whenever the cng car is there so at that time you will find that the zero zero value for both the column yes if the value for the both the column my petrol dummy column diesel dummy column is zero right and you will find that the you know the cng column is one okay which means that for this okay for getting the fuel type is cng okay we'll have to add the zero for these two columns so instead of taking the three column we can simply go ahead with the two column that's why here we just added the one term which is nothing but the drop first right drop first column in simple word right so here that's why we just added this particular type you know the parameter you can say okay understood guys this particular topic okay so that's why we can simply go ahead then okay so what i can do i can simply run this so then you will understand this thing okay then you will understand this thing now what i can do okay these columns are nothing but my you can see that the only three columns your time seller type and transmission only three columns we just changed right? 
and we, after that we just drop this after adding this column fuel type okay here you you can see that we just drop this column from here from my original data set in place equal to true so here in my okay here you can see that the number of years old okay now till these here you can see selling price cyclic not uh, it's it's not cyclic i can say it's uh, it's like just the drop the one label any one label so that's why we are just instead of dropping any other label simply drop the first label right so here you can see that okay after this many column because these columns are the you know numeric column selling price present price kilometer driven fuel type uh, not this uh, owner and number of years old so here you can see that the these five columns are here okay selling price present price kilometer driven owner and number of years see and now these columns these three column you will see over here okay you will see over here okay so basically if you go ahead and see this fuel type as we know there okay like there are three different fuel types right there are three different fuel types right so that's why here you can see the fuel type only two petrol or diesel okay because we just drop the first which means we drop the one label we drop the one label if you see okay let's go over here okay see we just drop the one label cng and now what about others so here you can see that in my sailor type okay we have only two columns so that's why you will see that only one column for the sailor type what about other transmission here again we have the two types manual and automatic that's why for those okay for these two column you will find that the only one one column sailor type individual and sailor you know transmission manual so if the you know sailor type individual zero means the car is automatic right and transmission you know transmission equal to manual which means here the one otherwise if transmission is you know the automatic then you will find the zero in that particular column so which means we just transform my data from this particular labels manual or automatic dealer or individuals petrol diesel or cng into the 010101 okay now my now my model will able to understand this thing okay because if i simply put this data my model will never understandings what it is because as we know computer just understand the numbers computers just understand the numbers that's that's why okay so now here you can see that the number of columns so just column names here you can see okay if you wanted to see the correlation because this is about the regression na car price prediction so price is the numerical value yes or no you know price is numerical value that's why here you can see that data set correlation is there so you will find that the correlation value okay like as we understood the correlation what is correlation in the previous session so again uh, i'll never go into the depth of the correlation this is the correlation and from the here you will be able to understand is there any relationship between the my you know my target selling price you know this is my the target column na and any other remaining column okay that's what we wanted to find out over here 
now after this here you can see the visualization data visualization in the heat map if you see what is heat map this is the color combination code guys if you change it this is just the code okay this is just the color combination code to get the color combination like this this is annotate equal to true which means you will see that the one line for the annotation right so that's how we can create the color you know data visualization so what we did we can simply go for the data dot correlation that we did over here see the data dot correlation we just assign as a correlation matrix so this is my correlation matrix if you see right then after that here you can see that what we are saying that top correlation features okay as the correlation matrix dot index right then what i can do i can simply go ahead with the plotting the figure and my figure size will be 10 by 10 10 centimeter by 10 centimeter so here you can see that the you know the five five you know squares are you know five rectangles are there so this is about the you know each rectangle is for the you will find that the width is going to be the two centimeters for this and if you go over here and if you see the width always again the you can see that the 10 by 10 right so this is 10 by 10 for the plot so that's why you will see that the rectangles otherwise because i added this one annotation over here now so that's why here you can see that the rectangle otherwise you will see that the squares because this each thing is the two by two okay two cross two so here you can see that if you go and measure this from here so you will see that the 10 centimeters now if you go you know the below i'll be creating the heat map okay what i'm saying i'll be creating the heat map and in that i just added my data which is nothing but my correlation right i'm just added my data which is nothing but the correlation if you see and i am just saying that annotate equal to two to to see this and you know color mapping is there so this is the color combination code is there if i make any changes in that you will see the error okay so i don't want to make any changes in that because you know use you can use any code over here you can simply search for the cmap color map code you will get the lot of color map code you can use those code over there over here right instead of this you will get the another color okay but for now okay this is my the color combination depends on the value you will say that if the value is 0.88 you will see that the color is very dark if you see these diagonal values are one because the correlation between year by itself is always one correlation between x by itself is one okay because if you see that if i wanted to find out the correlation of myself it will be one okay because okay there is a relationship between my me and myself is always one because you you can see that the me and myself is same so that's why you can say that the one correlation is that okay and for non diagonals value you can see the very less correlation okay just for the one you can see that the present price so present price is highly correlated because this is again you can say that the very important features for this particular my no the my particular data you can see now let me go and increase the size of the jupiter notebook and let me go and explain this further the plot this is again very much easy again because here we did nothing except for this particular line okay why we use this here instead of using the matplotlib what we used 
we just use the seaborn seaborn as sns if you go over there on the first line first cell of the code where we import the library so here okay over there we just imported the seaborn library as sns import seaborn as sns the last library we just imported so that's what we used over here right now after this guys let us go over here and you know go ahead with the you know selling price you know just drop it because here you can see that this is my x y y data if you see you know this is my y data let me go and show you over here so here you can see what we did we just drop it from here okay and arrange it in the last because if you see that this is my the target so it will be very easy to you know split my data into my input data which means that my input data with the help of this columns i'll be creating the model which can predict the selling price now so that's what we did over here okay we just transform the order the index of my selling price and now we are just splitting my data into my input and output data so now from here you will be able to see that now we are just building the model okay now after these guys okay after splitting my data into x and y there is one more thing i just wanted to check the features what i wanted to check is features importance okay like which features having how much you know importance in my analysis so what i can do i can simply use sklint.ensemble and we are using this particular algorithm extra trees algorithm there are a lot of algorithm as i told you okay as we understood the decision tree random forest logistic regression in the previous session in the same way you will find that the extra tree regression algorithm is there this is again the tree based algorithm you will find we are creating this and we are fitting it why we are doing this not to build the model we are doing this not to build the model we are doing this to understand the feature importance okay you can use the random forest as well random forest is again find you the feature importance okay of your each and every feature you can go with that as well okay you can go with that exiboost regressor as well right there are so many multiple algorithms you can go with that to find out the feature importance but for now we will be using the extra trees regressor let's go and run this okay now we here you can see rest of the things are just the plot we just use the you know the pd to get the series to get the feature importance okay to get this particular series the vector you can say okay and here we just use a matplotlib library to show the feature okay and which kind of plot we are creating we are creating the bar plot bar h which means bar plot is there right and here you can see that we just put it this into the largest means which means the you know ascending order so you can see the ascending order like this so first is nothing but the owner owner is nothing but the less uh, importance having the highest importance okay is related to the present price which you can see over here in the you know in the 0.88 correlation with the which with the you can say that the selling price if you see that the selling price and the present price correlation okay now let me show you over here okay if you see that see this is my present price column 
and this is my selling price if you see the third column uh, the third row present price if you see over here my second column is selling price okay either go or you know lower triangle matrix or the upper triangle both the way you can see 0.88 0.88 for selling price and the present price okay which means that there is a very strong relationship between the selling price and present price if the, your car is you know if your you know the market price uh, you can say that the your showroom price of your car is let's say 1 crore right and after a few years you are you know selling that particular car then you will get the you know money like this you will get the amount which is you know which is like that particular amount okay either 50 lakhs 40 lakhs like this if you purchased this car from the showroom as a let's say 30 in the 30 lakhs then when you go to sell that particular car you will get the amount like this na so that is why okay you will see that the present price is the highest importance okay in the particular data okay in the particular analysis you can see then the then after that fuel type okay fuel type is the feature you will see that again the second highest important variable or the feature then the third one transmission manual or automatic nowadays it is very important factor okay while we like if you wanted to purchase we can just go and see the car is automatic features or not car is having automatic features or not so like the you know different automatic features you can see so again the transmission is you can see that the third most important feature then the seller type if it is individual or the dealer you know many of us are just preferring the individual not from the dealer because dealers are just you know taking the commission so like it's it's something like the you know increase in the price of the car so that's why here you can see that the again the fourth most feature so like that you can see the you know the feature importance plot i just plotted for you guys to understand this you know this different things like how the machine learning can understand this like see like if you wanted to you know just purchase the price uh pur purchase the car then at that time you can also go go with the same procedure you can you can see the price showroom price of that particular car you will always see the fuel type whether the petrol or diesel isn't it okay like how how we are just managing thing how we are just going with the question and answering kind of uh, you know thing like this the machine learning also doing the same thing that is why in the name itself you will see that the machine learning is there you know now let us go ahead with the next guys let me increase the font size now here you can see we are just building the model for that as we know we are just splitting my data into x and y let's split my data into x and y and these are the few evaluation matrices like the cross validation score let me explain this after you know just uh, you know getting the value for each and every score so after this year you can see we are splitting my data into train and test as i told you we are just splitting our data into train and test you know so how many you know in how much order we are just ratio of the train and test will be like 70 30 okay 70% of my data will be in a train and 30% of my data will be in a test right 
so this is the thing let's go and run this now after these guys okay we will be talking about the decision tree regressor now after splitting my data into the train and test let's go and build the model so as we understood that guys okay how many models we created previously we took uh, we saw the regression model logistic regression decision tree random forest okay so now here we are just using the decision tree and random forest to build the model so here you can see my decision tree regressor is here okay here you can see we just imported my decision tree regressor we just you know build the model which is my empty model and now we are fitting my model on my train data x and y train data if you see and what we are doing we are making the prediction in the fourth line of code now after that this is my just the four line of code okay you can make it in one line as well if you want you can you you can put the fit over here dot fit and after that you can fit you know user dot predict after the dot fit you can put it into the one line so you can build the model and make the prediction in one line as well okay like like i'll show you all these thing like in a very detailed manner in the course like if you if you go ahead with that course now so i'll i'll show you that again in in, in that course okay so here you can see that next thing is that what i'm doing i'm just making the print of my accuracy okay this is score dot score is nothing but the accuracy and the accuracy is what training accuracy because here you can see that we just added the train data now so that's why training accuracy we are just finding out second thing is that i just wanted to find out the test accuracy as we know okay we are just evaluating the model based on my test accuracy so here you can see this is my test accuracy third thing is that cross validation okay the cross validation is a technique of the sampling as i told you the one sampling method the not one few sampling method random sampling then stratified sampling systematic sampling cluster sampling you know like that i told you few so this is nothing but the cross validation sampling as well so in in that particular thing model just uh, you know while before creating the model okay we are just splitting my data into the you know the how many parts here you can see cross validation equal to five so basically in five parts i just splitted my data in the first now what i can do i can took the first four part as my train and i took the last part as my validation okay that's why cross validation you can see now in the second thing now after this i can find out the accuracy and i, I go for the second so here you will find that the five different accuracies with this cross validation so you can understand okay which split you want either the first fourth and one or the first three which means that first three and the fifth one into the training and the fourth one into the testing like that okay so that's how we can go ahead with and find out this uh, this is this is a bit advanced part guys then print the accuracies for the cross validation you will see that the five accuracies for that then after this year you can see that we are just finding out this accuracies will be in the you know points okay 0 0.89 0 0.9 like this so here we are just transforming it into the percentage okay like this 90 80 89 like this okay we are doing the same with the standard deviation right accuracy standard deviation now after this as i told you this particular evaluation matrices mean absolute error mean square error so these are nothing but the 
you know the errors of my model so that's what we are doing over here right and again this again the one more thing root mean square error right again these three things are nothing but the errors these are the th three different types so you can find out the errors like i told you i mentioned this in my course curriculum na? so that's why i mentioned this over here in the data science project after this year you can see that the r square r square is nothing but the you know evaluation matrix of the regression so this is our regression problem car price prediction that's why i added over the this now after this guys here you can see that we are just creating the distribution plot okay now here each and every time my python is updating that's why here okay we might get the warnings but you know just we are ignoring the warning and here you can see that we are just creating the scatter plot now let's go and run this so see i got the warning okay what kind of warning i got it is saying that use the dis plot or the use the hist plot okay instead of the distribution plot i use the dist plot now now what they did is okay what what developer did they just you know remove the t from here and now they are saying use the dis plot this is their update okay so i don't want this update because you can see that i hit the they just remove the t from here and now they are saying that use the dis plot now i don't want to make any changes in my uh, you know code so that's why i'll go with this same right so that's why i'm ignoring this particular warning right user warning is this okay now let me explain this particular code with you dis plot is nothing but the distribution plot see okay like i told you the distribution plot so in the dist plot okay you will see that the same okay but you will see only the bars you will see let 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 me show you okay let me just go over here let me just uh, remove the t from here now first you can see the how the distribution plot looks like dist plot okay now we can go with the dist plot let me go and run this again now here you can see warning is gone and now we got the plot but now it's bit difficult to understand this there is no curve there is no line of curve is there right to understand whether my plot is normal or not na? so that's why i go with the t okay and here i want the warning no issue okay but here you can see that now i am able to understand this plot in a very good manner because here you can see that the line of curve so i can say that yes my how my density distribution of my data looks like right this is a thing now here you can see that the training accuracy 100% for the decision tree then the training accuracy for the test so for test data my training at testing accuracy is going to be the 92% okay but here you can see i'm comfortable to see these plots with the help of this dis plot na? so i'm just ignoring this warning and i'm going with the same plot right that is the thing here now here as i told you the cv cross validation score cv equal to 5 that's why here i got the 5 accuracies see this is my 5 accuracy and this is the average of my 5 accuracies 86 percent right then the standard deviation is 9.22 9.22 percent why because here you can see in the first you will find that the 95 accuracy 84 then 69 only directly then 92 that's why here you can see that the standard deviation is 0 
then these are the error okay error are nothing but the what are the errors in your model okay and these are the few evaluation matrices you can go ahead with so these are just the you know understand the things okay understand your model based on the error you can compare it the error with the multiple models like we are comparing it with the another model which is our random forest model then you know these three are nothing but the error the r square is 92 percent again the very very good r square i can say okay so what i can do i can simply go ahead with the random forest regression now now as as i know as i told you this all so i can simply go with okay and i can simply run this because the code is same the code is same there is no different i just imported it i just created it i just fit it on my train data i made the prediction on the test data and i can find out the accuracy training testing and all these things so the here you can see the training accuracy here you can see the testing accuracy testing accuracy will be 96 uh, 86 percent and for this here you can see the 92 percent training testing accuracy okay so here you can see that the decision tree model is good than the random forest okay now after this here you can see the all the things cv accuracy is there and now you can compare the errors with the previous model okay whichever model give you the lowest value go with that particular model go with that particular model now the third thing is that okay so this is the thing now after this here you can see we have the voting regressor this is a some kind of regression you can use the multiple model in it and you can go with the voting regressor simply okay see here i am just using my decision tree again the random forest and i am using it okay i am importing it from the ensemble method which is same we imported the random forest is right and i am doing the same thing see the code is same for all the three model okay because just for the simplification okay just to understand the code you will understand the code that's why i did this okay let's go and run this okay now after this here you can see all the things okay here the you know the voting accuracy is going to be the 90 percent okay here there is some you know problem with the decision tree because the decision tree might give you the overfitted results so here you can see that the training accuracy is 100 percent which means that the model is overfitted okay the accuracy is good 92 percent but here the model is overfitting model okay and no one accept the overfitted model so that's why i'll have to go with the another model that's why i did this okay and i got the accuracy as the 90 percent and my model is now around 98 percent accurate okay so again you can see that the you know the quality for this model is good as compared to the decision tree or random forest so what i can do i can simply go over here and i can select this model and i can save it into the pickle file okay i can simply dump my you know model into the pickle file okay and i can simply load and i i can show you how my model works you know i'll just add the values random values i just added as my the you know my you know you can say uh, present price here, here you can see the petrol uh, you know how how long this car driven like this so i did this all and i just got the output okay now i want this kind of output in my you know app in my app now after building it you know let's move, move to this 
and here you can see a few templates okay this template is basically the template of your web page so here few you know few line of html you you will have to know okay like this is this is not the big thing okay in one hour you will understand the html okay this is not the big thing you will understand this into the one hour okay this is the css this is a you know the we can say that the designing part of the html okay this is the css and html we did now what we can do we can simply after showing you this pickle file i can simply open the anaconda prompt anaconda prompt i can simply open it okay let me open this okay now what i can do now see those who wanted to see how i can created that particular plot na uh, that that particular web page so for those here you can see just go and select the folder which you have the app.py file this is my app.py file this is my path copy this path and in the anaconda prompt use it okay first mention the cd which means change the directory and simply paste this path over here enter this and now simply use this code as the simply use this code as the python app dot py and enter it that's it okay that's it guys and now here you can go it will take some time to process and now it will give you the one you know the one you, you can say http output so simply use the control okay and enter this and now here you can see simply select this and now this particular link automatically okay get over here in the you know the browser you can see now you can simply the add and you can get the predictions from here now let me go with the 2011 11 lakh then the 12000 kilometer driven car okay previous owner the second hand car is this okay i just let's go with the cng now okay then the dealer or individual let's say the dealer now okay the manual car or automatic automatic car now okay selling price selling price will be 7 lakh 44000 okay that is how you can go ahead with okay 